Welcome to this edition of the Douglas County School District Growing Together podcast. We will be talking to leaders, educators, specialists, and community members about topics that matter to our students, our schools, and our community. Let's jump into this week's episode as we grow together. Welcome to 10 Meaningful Minutes. Today our topic is about parenting and challenging times. My name is Lori Lacombe. I'm the Healthy Schools Coordinator here in Douglas County, and I'm with my buddy, Aaron Reagan, Lead Counselor for the District. How are you doing today, Aaron? Lori, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's really good to be here with you, and I'm excited about this topic. And we have brought in a special guest to talk to us today. John Widmeyer is with us. John works for Littleton Public Schools. He's been a, a director of student wellness in Jeffco. He is a counselor by trade. And uh, John, would you uh, would you tell us more about yourself, your background? Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Lori, for having me on today. I am I'm currently the coordinator of social emotional and behavior services for Littleton Public Schools. Previous to that, I worked in for for Jefferson County Schools. Uh, for seven or eight years, and uh, was uh, the last position I held there was the director of student services, where I worked with all the school counselors. So, definitely passionate about students, and uh, I also know that uh, it's it's the parents that make the students go. And and uh, I'm a parent of two 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 daughters. Uh, one is seven years old. One is nine years old. We live here in Douglas County, so. As I've joked around with you before, Aaron, the work that, that you do here in Douglas County is very important, uh, that you all do here in Douglas County is very important because my daughters are students here. Uh, so so I am deeply invested in, in what you guys are doing down here, and I just think you guys are doing a great job, and thank you for everything. Well, John, we really appreciate you coming in today and taking the time to be with us. And if it's all right, I'd love to just jump to the chase. What What advice do you have for parents during this really kind of uh, unprecedented time, mm. we yes, we this is this is a strange time just in the world, absolutely. And I, I think before any advice I give out or, or anything else, I would say to parents, I would just I would just say thank you to all parents for. For the work that the social, the distance learning, the social distancing, the shelter at place has been difficult for everybody. Um, again, as a, as a parent who likes to think of himself as having quote unquote some skills when it comes to dealing with mental health or dealing with students, I can also honestly say that the the past forty some days that we've been uh, in in isolated social distance, distance learning have been stressful for us, for my family, for my daughters, for my wife. But I just want to say that that work has also been so important um, in getting us to where we're at now, to where we're just now starting to release back into um, safer at home and and releasing some of the the structures that have been in place. And just think encouraging people to to stay the course on, on what got us to this point uh, is important and just don't give up because um, there is hope, there is light at the end of the tunnel here. So I think uh, I think it's just important to say we're keep doing what we're doing. We've been doing a good job and just uh, yes, like it's this is it's I, I think it's working. 
Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, John. We're spending so much time as a family these days and together. Do you have any tips around how we as parents can build more positive relationships with our kids? Mm. One of the things that's it's easy to say, uh, but but hard to do with our students is, or with our kids, sorry, not our students, as you're talking about students, I'm used to talking to counselors. One of the things that, that is that is so important for us to do with our with our with our kids, with our children, is to to really meet them where they're at and, and to really jump in and and, and and be with them exactly where they're at. And and I think probably the students that have been affected the most deeply by the shelter in place are our high school seniors. And and I I know initially when the quarantine started and some of the seniors were were talking, if I'm being completely honest, they're saying, you know, I'm going to miss my prom or I'm going to miss things. And I, I, my daughters are much younger and, and I was maybe a little bit cold hearted and looked at this and then thought, well, gosh, that's not the end of the world. We're saving lives with social distancing. But to stop and really think about that is a huge deal uh, for, for a senior to, to miss graduation, to miss prom, to miss all these rites of passage that we have set up. And so I think to come and just sit with them in these moments and just be, find out, let them tell us what they're, what they're feeling, what they're doing, because, uh, and, and I guess the, the way to say that would be to be interested in our students, our, I keep calling them students, to be interested in our kids um, and, and not interesting, to not regale them of stories of, well, you know, when I was a kid, this is what was hard for me, but just to be interested and sit with them in their stuff. Um, I think that's the that's the most important thing, and to spend time with them as best as you can. My my seven year old daughter is really the she her indicator on, on how much dad time she gets is how much is is how well she sleeps at night. Um, and and so if I'm not spending enough time with her during the day, a lot of times then when bad dreams or things pop up at night or she'll need me to sit in, in her room with her uh, for a little bit to help her get to sleep. And so uh, for me, I have that indicator built in on, on her behavior. And when, when she starts having bad dreams or needing me, her, needing me to be in her room, then I can tell maybe I need to carve out a little bit more time for Claire during the course of my day. So you, there can be indicators in their behavior and how they act on, on how they're, uh, on, on how they're spending time. But then, also, some of those behaviors can be the things that 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 drive you nuts sometimes and drive a wedge between your relationship, which is the paradox of this whole thing. And I know there's been a, a lot of parents that I've been talking to about their kids that talk about, oh, my kids just aren't motivated to do anything or they're sleeping in until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They become nocturnal. And so as, <laughs> as you look at this, too, they, they can see, you know, all they're motivated to do is my kid's not motivated. All they're doing is sitting on the couch and binge watching Netflix and eating potato chips. And 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 I would say your kid is motivated. It's just they're not motivated to do their distance learning. They're just motivated to sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix and eat potato chips. And so it's, it's changing changing um, that motivation, finding out what is it that they want, what is it that they want to do, sit with them and, and talk to them and find out what their goals and their dreams and what they want to do for the day. And what, what I've found is my daughter's ask isn't big of what they want from me. It's it's time. 
and they want to go for a walk. They want to go for a bike ride. They want me to play Legos with them. Um, and, and so it's finding out from, from your high school, middle school kids, wh- what do you need from me? How, how can I be a better parent right now? Be interested in them and their answers and don't. We, we become authoritative too many times with our kids. And this is one of those times where I think coming along the side can be really, really helpful. John, I love that. I love that advice of be interested, be interested in what they're all about and not be the show anymore. And like right now, like just walk with them. I, beautiful advice and great awareness to bring to our relationships. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's that's a great perspective, John. And I think um, as as I was listening to you you talk, I thought, you know, this is great. But how how do you put that into into practice? Do you have any um, perspective on practical steps that uh, we as parents can take kind of on a day to day basis to support our kids? Yeah, I think one of the easiest steps that we can take or one of the things that we can ground ourselves in right now is is trying to develop uh, a routine or a schedule or finding a way that, that we can kind of just have some, some expectations, both for ourselves and our kids. And, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a cruise director. Um, you know, it's one fifteen. it's shuffleboard time. It's, it's not that strict. Um, but I, I think certainly having uh, kind of a, a bedtime, a wake up time to, to, to get your day started. And I mentioned, I do think I do think one of the things that we're seeing is kids, students, uh, people are shifting into summertime mode, which is where kids shift into becoming, you know, their way. We, we had a, we have a, a mental, a student mental health advisory group uh, here in the district. And we had a one o'clock call the other day. And, and I swear kids were just waking up at one to be a part of the call. So <laughs> getting getting them moving and maybe just setting, hey, at, at nine o'clock, everybody's up or at by eight thirty, you know, it's it's up it's up time and we need to just get moving and and, and get outdoors and, and saying, you know, maybe there's a, a a mandatory family walk or a family uh, family family time. And that could be so many different things. It could be as simple as just watching watching a, a show together. Uh, it could be playing some family games. Uh, it could be just going for a walk. There's uh, there's so many more people out on the trails, which isn't great for social distancing, but it's great to see people just taking advantage of of some of the the nice weather we've been having, especially lately. But the idea is is to try to get out and get moving, and get up and get moving, and that'll actually help you uh, go to sleep a little bit earlier, or maybe have you be tired a little bit earlier. And the other thing along those lines would be trying to, to manage as best we can the amount of screen time, which uh, has gone up exponentially for everybody, probably since the, the, the quarantine. I know myself as an educator, everything's a Zoom call or a, or a Google Meet, and just trying to be thoughtful about uh, being off the screens, you know, at, at least 90 minutes before uh, bedtime and trying to limit some of that has, has helped me out personally. But I think it, for our children, it helps out a lot too to to really try to manage that even closer than, than we can before. It's just hard because it's the only outlet our students have, our kids have right now to, to reach out to their friends is is through social media and different aspects. So trying to help them 
manage that and, and manage that with just some routines, I think can be, can be really beneficial as well. John, I, I, I'm a parent as well. I have four kids at home right now. Um, and yes, the late, the wake up time changes daily. Um, but, and you had so many great pieces of advice there. Um, where should parents start? Mm, I, I think the idea with starting is, especially now we're, we're 40 plus days into, into being in, in, into this mode here in, in online learning. And I think one of the things to consider is some habits have been built up. They typically say it takes roughly 21 days to, to build habits. And so if, if you find there's been some negative habits that have been built or, or, or things that have happened, maybe that, that you, you didn't, some undesirable consequences from this, I think the best way to look at this is to try to take small steps and and to try to uh, to, to really try to take the the idea of, of getting just one percent better every day is a great way to, to to help. So it's just if we can focus on just one thing, maybe maybe it's maybe it's just waking up at, at a certain time. So okay, we're going to set nine o'clock as the have to be up time every day. And, and if you just get up at nine and, and we do that for a couple of days, that's a win. Uh, and so it's not uh, get nine up, get up at nine and do a, you know, a four hour workout or, or anything crazy like that. You know, it's just get up, mm-hmm. like just start with, with what's simple. So it's 1% better. And if we can string 1% better. And then the next day, maybe if we get up at nine for a couple of days, then maybe it's, hey, I'm going to get up. And then I need to really, let's just try uh, opening schoolwork by by nine thirty or ten o'clock or whatever that looks like, or you know, and, and so it's just trying to build in some systems, if you will. The, the best example I've heard of this comes there's a a guy who wrote a book called Atomic Habits. His name's James Clear, and and he he uses the example of working out, which I think is always applicable because everybody always thinks like, everybody's got at least five pounds to lose, right? You know, everybody's always looking, I, I could get just in a little bit better shape. And he uses the example of sometimes we set goals for ourselves and and, and the goal is, hey, I, I want to lose 75 pounds where maybe the goal that we're setting is wrong. It's not trying to lose a lot of weight. It's just what maybe the goal needs to be. I need to be the person who can go to the gym four days a week or I can work out four days a week because gyms aren't open right now. And so he says, so if you set your change the way you look at your goals of, of it's, this is the person who I want to be. And you set, set up your, your systems around that goal. Then the system becomes, okay, I'm going to start by just getting up at a certain time in the morning. And maybe I'll just start by driving to the gym. So you get up for a week and you just drive to the gym. You don't even work out. You just get up and drive to the gym. And as you do that for a week, and then maybe after that, the second week, you, you actually go into the go into the gym, or you or you put your workout clothes and you go for a walk. Um, but just start simple, and and then you increase the times that you exercise, or you add another exercise to the list. And it's the same idea with our students, so if, with our kids. So if, if we're if we're trying to get involved with their life, maybe take I'm going to take five or ten minutes today and just sit with my kid and, and try to find out 
you know, how they're really feeling, what's going on. Or I'm going to take five minutes and we're going to play uh, a card game today or, or, or sit down and do something because kids are a lot more open to talking with you if they're doing something with their hands and they don't necessarily respond to your sitting face-to-face and having a conversation. So I'm going to go engage them wherever they're at, whatever they're doing for five or 10 minutes. And maybe, you know, the, the goal is we want to build into having an in-depth conversation with them. But maybe we just start going and sitting down with them for five minutes and doing whatever they're doing and not even trying to engage in a conversation, but just sitting with them. And then you do that for a week and we just find whatever they're doing. We just sit down with them. And then the next week, maybe we ask them, how how you feeling today? A scale of one to ten. Why? Okay. And and then we just kind of build in. So it's building that equity and building that rapport and getting one percent better in our relationships with our kids, so that then we can just keep increasing that. So that maybe a couple two three weeks down the road, you come in sit down with them, and and you have the practice built of hanging out and doing what they're doing, and then that leads into a conversation, a more in depth conversation, because you can't just sit down with them tomorrow and say, tell me everything you're feeling and how, how it's all going. The idea is you just got to start slowly building that rapport with them. And so the same way in working out, how that you build up your endurance and your exercise and you get stronger, it's the same thing with your relationships with your children. If we can just get 1% better every day, then we can build into a stronger relationship with our with our kids. And it's just something that takes practice and commitment to do it over time. Excellent, John. You have you have shared some uh, some great kernels of wisdom with us and our listeners. And I guess my my last question for you um, stems from an activity that my son's been doing. He's been reading Harry Potter, and uh, one of the things that I think he loves about it, and and I've been reading it with him at night a little bit is this this idea of magic which is which is amazing and so if you could wave a magic wand and have all of our listeners take one thing away from our conversation today what would that be Hmm. that's a great question i think if if people could take one thing away from this today i think it would be Give yourself grace. Um, Allow yourself, you you don't have to be perfect. The problem isn't in slipping up or making mistakes. The problem that we run into as parents is thinking that if we can't do something perfectly, then we shouldn't do it at all. And so allow yourself the, the grace to make mistakes and, and, and and be honest with yourself because so many times as parents we justify our mistakes through everyone else's behavior or or how everyone else's they led me to this and I think it's just be honest with yourself and be honest with your kids and 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 just let them know hey, I messed up um, and and just say but I'll try again and and we'll get it tomorrow and and do the best you can. Is that three things? I think he only gave me one thing. <laughs> but I, that's but okay. I think, that's all right. <laughs> you know, like I'm just, I'm just going to keep shoving more stuff in the closet here with my one thing. Um, but as, as we talk about it, I think just give yourself grace. Everybody's doing the very best that they can, and everybody has 
have the best of intentions, yourself, your your kids, everybody. And, and so just uh, give yourself a little bit grace and, and just, and I think you'll be able to give other people more grace as, as we go through that as well. Well, that's, that's sage advice and it definitely resonates with me. So John, thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time to join us today. It's a pleasure to be here. You guys, thank you so much for having me on. This is great. Thanks, John. Hopefully we can reconnect with you next school year and you can share more of your wisdom with us. That was really insightful and uh, helpful during these times. So thanks for your time and all that you do. My pleasure, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bye.